0: <laughs> that wasn't me. That was the 5G. Uh huh. That wasn't me. Right. That was the 5G. Oh, Adlibs. Like, what Go. you want from me? Uh-huh. What you want from me? Yeah. That's the 5G. That's the 5G. Woo! My G. Uh, that's was the it? 5G. C- My G. Come on, man. What? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm nah. not uh, That's it? Nah, I'm just a hype man. Nah, you was bo- I'm the hype man. You can't be the hype man. What you name? I don't rap. You
1: do rap. No I don't. I don't All
0: that rap you listen to you don't rap
1: Nah I rap in my head
0: I don't believe
1: you. Fam I, I can I keep telling people I keep telling people if I had a battle If you want to challenge me to a rap battle Here are the stipulations 8 bars 8 solid bars 8 solid bars and I need 48 hours to prepare 48 hours? That sounds like a battle Cause I'm not on smack DVD, uh uh king of the dot is the reverb still on we sound like we in a stadium it is you know what we we're in the stadium boom check 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 here you go hey hello good people how y'all doing my name is 4kj this is the Four stress pod <clears throat> sorry i don't know the title of my own show this is the Four the, the stress podcast my name is 4kj hope you guys are okay i am joined always by the good brother Frankie Metals, aka L Capitan, a.k.a. Capslock, aka L Cap. How are you, beloved? I'm doing good. That's good, bro. Yeah. That's good, bro. It's been a um I'm sorry, I was adjusting my mic. It was a, been a turbulent week, but before we get into the before we get into the shits, church announcements. Follow the show on everything. Instagram. For the stress underscore podcast, you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com 4kj. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow a celestial goddess for your holistic healing. You motherfuckers pulled out Crown Royal. Holy <laughs> shit! You can follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at Ivy's Tico on IG for your herbal needs. You can follow The Dojo on IG at the dojo JC for all your recording needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, and all of that good shit like that there. Now, the good brother Frankie Meadows has mysteriously pulled out a bottle, a half-empty bottle of Crown Royal <laughs> out of fucking nowhere. He has two shot glasses because this man is a rebel. Pull it up. Pull it up. Fam. I have have so many questions. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many questions. I have so many questions. First and foremost, what are you going through? That That I got to be drinking Crown Royal? That you have to be drinking Crown Royal. I know two types of people who drink Crown Royal. Number one, felons. (laughs) Number two... Mid forty year old men. Now good brother, you are
0: not in your mid forties. No, I'm not in my mid forties. But I'll tell you this though. In my own defense, I've seen some young mo young bucks bring that in here. Don't get trust it. Twisted. And how many and how many pending charges do they have? Probably a lot. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. You notice I attacked the second one and not the
1: first one. <laughs> exactly. Because the first one is legit.
0: <laughs> right? Listen. Felons do like crown royal
1: yo felons love crown royal every every person that i know who is a felon Mm -hmm. drinks crown royal or remy
0: now i want you to 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 be very keen in your observational skills right now okay take a look at what's in front of you what's directly in front of you you got jack dan but see jack daniels is more well but say the whole thing jack daniels what honey honey whiskey if you guys know tennessee honey whiskey is delicious it is but now look i want you to do me another favor to your le- to your left just around that speaker take a look right there and tell
1: me what you see the phone oh ringing. i got you the phone is ringing we're taking like a call live oh, it's, there. A, it's a. oh it's an alarm i see
0: okay now i want you to take a look right around that speaker right there you could probably inch over and take a good look wait over this way yes just over that what do you see buddha Oh, no, no. Right after the Kung Fu guy at the bottom shelf.
1: Oh, shit. What is this over here in the cut? Another. Another uh, of the
0: same one right now. I want you to look on the piano real quick. Look at the piano.
1: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. Hold on. There's a lot happening right now. Hold on, y'all. Let me get it right. Listen.
0: He took a good look around the room. room, He just noticed the Crown Royal appear like fucking Genie from
1: Aladdin. My brother, do we need an intervention? Because there's a lot of empty <laughs> liquor bottles. Yeah, Mike. I want to see what army okay. they're gonna send to
0: stop me from drinking.
1: Okay, listen, I gotta paint a picture for y'all because I have observed, you know, two empty Hennessy no, Jack Daniels henny uh honey whiskey. I can't talk uh, apparently. But <clears throat> Don't I, worry, I'll wait. I have observed two empty bottles of Jack Daniels honey whiskey. There's an empty bottle of Chirac Summer Colada. There's an empty bottle of 1738, which is basically E and J. Fetty Wap. <laughs> there is an empty bottle of Patron. There is a empty bottle, the big bottle of Grey Goose. Mm. There is. I'm glad you can see that. There is a bottle of Black Label, which is probably empty on the inside. And, oh, that's empty, yeah. And sure. there's another bottle that I can't see that is next to cuevo the, the Jose here fam what is happening
0: what happened right in now? here I'm gonna tell you what happened in here one week that's what happened in here one week you did
1: all of this in one week yes sir because you didn't see that there the last week did you no I didn't and now that you said every time I'm here I'm seeing more and more liquor bottles I'll be a hundred
0: I'll be forthright with you on a thousand I didn't drink any of those things except for the black label. I had some of the black label.
1: Are you one of those people who collect empty liquor bottles?
0: Well, see, the thing is, yo, I used to drink a lot. Like, I used to be a heavyweight. I could drink. Mm -hmm. And I was a very... You want to know how much I used to drink? I was a very good designated drunk driver. That's how good I was at drinking. Listen, pause for
1: the cause. Pause for the cause. We're not condoning any type of illegal... I'm
0: not condoning. I'm just telling you I was good at it. (laughs) I am not saying to go do that. Listen, you do a, to be...
1: You know, I'm not saying drink and drive, but, to but be, I'm
0: going to be forthright with you and tell you that I've done some drinking. Listen, to,
1: to and I've be... I've done some driving. <laughs> to be completely fair, there are some people on this earth who are better drivers when they're drunk. See, I don't think I'm one of those people.
0: I think I'm a very good driver, but I'm a reckless good driver when I'm drunk. So... Uh, that is... I used to have a... Um, 2001 Jeep Sport. Mm. Right? Boxy Jeep, big we- big tires, yeah, four-wheel drive. Shout out to the Jeep. Right? Boxy. That was my favorite vehicle of all time. Living in Jersey City, if you got a Honda Civic with low profile, you ain't gonna last. Your what? insurance gonna be high as fuck, too. Yes, it is. Because they're like you are located where, sir? Yeah. In Jersey City with them rims? Fam. Yeah, you're gonna be talk- you're gonna be calling us in three months to come pick you up on motherfucking uh, the Varazano or some shit because your shit is broken, <laughs> right? Because your shit can can survive all the potholes from Jersey City. Like they're aware of this shit. Damn, you know? I think
1: I think once they find if you live in the tri-state area, I think for my car insurance people they tack on an extra two hundred dollars just cause, just fucking cause, cause you live here. That's it. There's no it's no there's no other explanation. Right. Like where you live, right. Right, it's gonna be two fifty extra. Like nigga, Just does Yes. I even
0: do that. The grand Theft all, uh, Grand Theft is crazy up here too. I mean, well, yeah.
1: But any, we know. But anyway. Here um, in Newark,
0: we actually kinda battled mad times. Like if it was a battle in yeah, how high we still could
1: go with. Yeah, who could still cause yeah. more? I think we slowed down a little bit on a on a grand theft. No, we definitely on. did. Gentrification. Yeah, gentrification yo, fam. Speaking of which, so today we're recording on saturday but you know usually the weekends is is my grocery day right i usually go grocery shopping for the house now as i'm coming home i drove through a block well you'll know fairview for those who don't know fairview is in like midtown jersey city now fairview avenue used to be probably one of the most drug infested blocks in the city like it was a I think that was the old Y was over there Whatever that was over there on Bergen It used to be over there All the fiends used to come out of rehab Coming out of rehab Or go into rehab high Whatever Fairview was just fiend infested mm. I saw two lily white women Walking Damn near skipping on Fairview <laughs> <laughs> Skipping? Oh, I damn near, it was skipping? I damn near crashed my car You couldn't believe it I, just, I was in shock and disbelief Huh. I was taken aback. I understand, and it's just like goddamn gentrification. Goddamn you, gentrification. Yo, like I missed the crime in this area. That's how. That's how I really got. Like, alright. So
0: I went to uh, you know Harry's daughter. Yeah. So I've been to Harry's daughter. They about to be a sponsor of the show for real. Yo, for real. I bring them up <laughs> often. <laughs> but it's just always a story in there because you can't deny when a spot is dope. You know what I mean? Like once they got it down, it's dope, and the spot is dope. Scott, first off, it's gentrified. It's that's, a white owner, an that's, Irish that's owner. Funny. There used right? to be
1: um, there used to be some uh, Caribbean people that owned it.
0: Right. Well, that spot, that spot, was across the street from my dad's old bodega. Okay. My dad owned a bodega right across the street, and I grew up right there during that time. It used to be a social club. Mm. So it was always the same thing. There's a spot where people would drink and chill congregate and, and
1: shit like that it right. was
0: always been the same thing you know cause it was designed for that right so um my father was friends with them so I remember that it was always set up to be a social you know gathering spot and that's what they basically did it's still a bar right but they uh they created a big
1: kitchen and they got West Indian chefs yeah the food is there. good shout out to Harry's daughter if you're ever in Jersey City um Check out Harry's Daughter. They have delicious fucking food. The ambiance is great. They right. usually have good music in there, but yes. It you is. meet a lot of
0: people, too. You meet, you lot you meet a lot of people, there.
1: but yes, it is very white. It's very white. But they cool, though. It's white, but it's but they cool. So shout out to Harry's Daughter. Um, I forgot what we were getting into. I got distracted by all the liquor in the studio. <laughs> I, I'm, I was never, like, I'm very consistent. Pasa Cavazier. Eh? I'm very consistent with my liquor intake. Right. Intake. Like, I started off my drinking career with Hennessy, and that's where I stayed.
0: No, nah, that's an honorable, uh, that's a honorable, you know what I'm saying? I fuck with you. My thing is <laughs> that I hung out with all different types of cultures, and they all prefer something, you know, or others. So, I'm like, eh, yo, I'll that, try
1: it. That's such a high compliment. Yo, I fuck with you. That's such a high compliment. Yeah. Thank you, bro. <laughs> that is like, yo, if someone says to you, yo, I fucked with you, that take that as the most pristine thing someone can say to you, okay? That is like top tier compliment. In I the fuck world. with you. I fuck with you. Like that's I fuck with you. That's and that's hype. the truth, man. It come yeah. from my corazón.
0: See. Si. You know what I'm saying? See. Si. Si. So, uh, Harry's daughter's
1: cool. Yeah, shout out to Harry's daughter.
0: Um, the reason I was bringing it up is because so I was born and raised in this particular block where Harry's daughter is located on from the beginning. And it's gentrified as hell. Yes, sir. Right? Now, uh, you know, in the defense of this the the owners and stuff, they've been out here for mad years. Mm-hmm. They're not from here, but they've been out here for mad years. So they know what's up. Right. Can't deny what they know at least a awareness of economy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they got a good spot. They are coming from the right place. You know, they want to provide a place for people to come and meet, like cheers. You know, where everyone knows your name and all of that shit.
1: Intention is always important when these out-of-towners move into our communities. Like, it wouldn't be such, like, gentrification wouldn't be so aggressively protested against if these people would come into our communities with the intention to help or try to make the communities better.
0: And, And you know what? In this type of dialogue... It's about like understanding the root of a word and how people feel about that word. Mm-hmm. Because gentrification is just a word to describe a movement. Right? Of something changing. So the people who've been there feel one way about it. The people who are moving in feel another way about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And neither is that fault of anything. We didn't choose to be born here. We right. were just here. This is home. Right. They didn't they're choosing to come here, but they have the right. To buy property and and if they can afford it and be a part of the culture, now I'm exposed to a lot of this type of thinker and this person, mm. and most of them are moving here expecting not to flush out. That's more the downtown Jersey City vibe. That is, that is a fun. Downtown Jersey City vibe, acts with gentrification trying to flush out.
1: Yeah, they want to push Why? away. Why? Because
0: that's the capital of this gentrification shit. That's right. where they landed and planted the flag. they like, get you niggas out of here. Right, because we got the
1: water ports, Word. and we that's money to us. Can we just stay on this gentrification Absolutely. Co- conversation really quick? So I don't know if you noticed, but I don't know if you've heard about what's going on recently, what What happened this week in Jersey City. Fill me in. So on Boswick, there was... Uh, <coughs> <laughs> no, I'm that's, sorry. That's again. very accurate for Boswick. If you are familiar, that's why with, I said which, it. Which, if you feel familiar with the the city, that's accurate. But anyway, there was an incident on Boswick involving police brutality. There were some teenagers having a fight, and in the midst of the community breaking it up, the police rushing and start whooping everybody's ass.
0: And it got and the, and a girl start whooping a cop's ass
1: i don't even i don't know i saw a video
0: just the other well yesterday of a guy of a of a cop chasing this kid who looked like a kid started punching a kid and then the whole community got involved started beating the shit out of
1: him. i don't think that was i know what you're talking about i don't think that was jersey city what i'm talking about is there the video i think it's on ig the video is a group at first is a bunch of a group of kids fighting, then then other people come in and try to break the fight up. Oh. And then the cops come out of nowhere and just start wowing on everybody. Oh. Everybody. They not telling people to stop. They not saying break it up. Nothing. Offense. They, nothing they, but offense. Yeah, they just start throwing haymakers left mm. and right. And now there's been well by the time y'all hearing this, the rally should have had happened already. But There's been calls for protests and community leaders are getting involved to where they trying to where they're trying to demand more um, accountability for the police because they are so aggressive with the community, which is absolutely true, because like you was just saying about downtown, there are that level of aggression they have with us and our community is nowhere near what they do with downtown like downtown. And this is true for probably most. And this is is before I even say that this is true for most areas like who, who deal who have dealt with like gentrification, like like even. The you know, with the states reopening, because, you know, we still in this cold, the coronavirus shit, this shit is still real. Like you can see the differences in New York, primarily where in the more gentrified areas or the more I'm trying to find a better word for it but fuck it the more white areas the cops aren't aggressive with them at all like they're in the park with them handing out masks asking them if they're thirsty you know if they're too close to each other they just give them a light hey you guys are too close to each other would you mind just distancing a little bit Right. but they come into our they come into our areas and get the fuck on the ground you dumb fuck and it's like okay so what the fuck is the difference like y'all are wild aggressive with us and holding hands and fucking singing songs with them and for whatever reason not for whatever reason but f- because of this reason this has been happening in every single minority populated community it's happening here in jersey city it's happening in the boroughs and in, in new york it's happening in the hood and other communities like it, it's 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 frustrating but it, at this point it's damn near expected. Mm. And with the video from Jersey City where the the police are you know being the police I, I kind of laugh because I'm so many people are saying we just need to get back to normal we just need to get back to normal like we're at normal now because mm-hmm. the cops are back to beating us the fuck up and mm-hmm. killing us. Mm-hmm. Because with all of that, and I'm going to dampen the mood completely. So just be prepared. If you don't want to hear this sad shit, just fast forward. Mm-hmm. But this week has been filled with death. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the celebrities, first and foremost, Andre Harrell passed at 59 from a heart attack if you're not familiar with andre harrell he is a legendary music executive who introduced the world to puffy mary j blige jodeci he's probably responsible for the birth of black music executive executives little richard passed at 87 from bone cancer and then oh you didn't hear that yeah, Little Richard passed. Like,
0: no, I didn't know.
1: I think he passed the same day they announced Andre Harrell's passing. And a couple hours later, if I'm forgive me if I'm confusing the dates, but either it was a day later or a couple hours and that same day, they announced Little Richard passed. Damn. So we're dealing with all of that, and then in this in the vein of police brutality, in the vein of. Black and brown people being hunted Have you heard That the story of Ahmad Arbery Is probably You know it's been dominating the news If you haven't heard And this is like At this point it's like regular Like these, these Two white men in Georgia Thought he was a burglar I'm using air quotes And followed him while he was jogging i
0: heard of this
1: and yeah. while he was jogging they decided to confront him because again they thought he was involved in these burgl- burglaries and they decided to make a citizen's arrest and shoot him
0: oh well a citizen's arrest doesn't mean shooting a person not at all A citizen's arrest means that you subdue
1: the right. person. and so
0: if you know you can't subdue the person don't try to use any
1: extra alternative fam it's it's so and you know what because this happens so frequently with us where we just get killed for doing
0: and cops oh not for nothing and even if cops were chasing him
1: cops have rules
0: of engagement they supposed to have rules and engagement but they lot, are rules of engagement, but you know. But not everybody uh, follows. It depends them. the circumstance of which they were called, you know. Really. Mm-hmm. So if it started off low and then it turned up, that might surprise the cop, and and the rules of engagement were different right. from the start, you know. So they got to make a judgment call. But most of the time, we know where it goes left. Right.
1: Right. But and I think with this particular case, with a mod's case, I it should be I shouldn't I should be, let me be careful with my words. Because because of the frequency of this, you would think that it's just like, oh boy, another one. But this one in particular made me so fucking angry. Like, I was angry for like three days straight. Mm-hmm. It just completely destroyed my mood. Because of just the frustration of the repeatedness of this. Mm-hmm. Because of the injustice of it. Just everything that you can think of attached to this particular incident just i was it was just pure rage Mm -hmm. and i didn't know what to do with it Mm -hmm. because it's just like yo, fam we can't do anything nothing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's like first of all a mods case for for those who don't know this happened in february right they released a video this month may the video got leaked this month so if they didn't so if the if we didn't see the if the public didn't see the video we would have known shit about this mm. because they tried in that district and in brunswick georgia mm-hmm. they tried to just do little mm-hmm. to do is to do nothing mm-hmm. to keep this from being a national or, or to keep this from being anything bigger than what it was and just the fact that And and the accumulation of all of those things has left me pissed the fuck off. Mm. And it's like, I don't like, I don't know, like, all right, because I'm about to say some some shit and I don't want y'all to to say some shit. I don't I don't want y'all to take this the wrong way. I'm just trying to be transparent in my thoughts. Okay, Mm. I'm not even was I am at the point where it's like we can't even talk to them no more. Like, because what the fuck is the point? like why are we i know the black intellectuals and the, and the black and though and that particular group of people always try to appeal to the moral to the morality of our abusers and our oppressors and at this point it's like fam, what other what other option what other example do y'all need that they don't want to they don't give a fuck about nothing you talking about and this is going to this listen this is just gonna be what it is but they're not gonna respond until we respond in the same capacity that they are because what revolution in the history of mankind has not started with blood i'm just listen i'm just putting this out there because i at this point we've tried everything else nothing has worked We've tried to, we've tried the intellectual approach. We've tried protesting. We have tried marching. We've tried, you know, doing things in solidarity and honor the the, the lives lost. We've tried mm-hmm. all of this shit. Mm-hmm. What else? What else do we need to do to to let these people know? Stop fucking with us. Mm-hmm. Leave us alone. Mm-hmm. And then, and and the shit side of that is, if we respond in that way, we're the aggressors. Mm-hmm. We're the bad guys right. We're the ones who are perpetuating violence and and any other bad adjective you can think of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like we're, so we're damned if we do damned if we don't. Mm-hmm. But again, you have like I have a I have my brother's in my family's in Georgia. Mm-hmm. My brother is a six 300 something pound black man. Yeah, he's 20-something years old. His birthday's coming up soon, but he's a very big black man. Right. I can't control how some fucking redneck or whatever the fuck is going to view him. Like, that shit scares me. You dig what I'm saying? Like, that shit terrifies me because it's like, he can, him, other black men that I love and care about can be out doing whatever and get into some shit just because someone has a preconceived notion about them and decides to do something about it mm-hmm. so it was like I, we, so it was like I feel like I feel that we need to defend ourselves but the reality is we can't unless we're just gonna say fuck the consequences and just stand 10 toes down <laughs> and that was my thought That those, these were my thoughts the entire week and it's just I've calmed down you know, greatly from where I was. But my thing is now is if you can buy a firearm, black and brown people buy one.
0: Oh, we can get one out here. In Jersey
1: Listen, that is allegedly. That is alleged. Okay.
0: I'm just saying. Look at the statistics. Uh,
1: allegedly.
0: Look at the statistics.
1: Allegedly. Of crime. But if you can it ob- out here. <laughs> if you can obtain a firearm legally, please do that do whatever you need to do to protect yourself now i still champion you know us being more involved in political matters us being more in charge of our communities not letting these things these races um not not races these elections and these community events to go on and we have no participation like i'm still a fan of us being more involved with in that but At the end of the day, because they don't, because they don't care at the end of the day, we need to defend ourselves because I'm fucking tired of it. Like, and it's just, I, I shouldn't feel this strongly and not be able to do anything with this rage that I had. Like I have, like, I'm like that angry black man myth is, is, is real because it's like, And for those, and it is like other communities don't really understand the perpetual anger our community walks around with. And honestly, you motherfuckers are lucky that we are still a joyous people, that we love to laugh, that we we make music, that we believe in a higher power that keeps us off of y'all ass. Mm. Because no matter, no matter what, And I love my people for this. We still come together, even in times like this, with love and unity and keeping each other from hurting one of you motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. Because that is extremely easy. And I'm leaning more towards that. Like I'm trying to lean more towards the love and unity and just being around people who care about me because... What I felt would have landed me in prison immediately. I'm not even gonna hold you like I. The, the way I felt like I can't. It's, it's indescribable. I can't even put it the words. How the, the 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 feeling, the emotion I had just following this story. But you know, I just want to say God bless Ahmad's family. Um, also shout out to Sean, Sean, um, fuck. I'm forgetting your name, beloved. Let me, let me be respectful. Hold on really fast. Cause I don't want to fuck up your name, bro. Uh, peace and condolences to Sean Reed's family in Indianapolis because he was another young black man who was killed by the police. He was running from them because they would try to stop him for whatever they shot. him. Now, mind you, this is the wild shit. He was on Facebook Live the entire time telling people, yo, the cops are after me. I didn't do anything. I'm at this location. Somebody come get me because they're chasing me and I don't know why. He's on Facebook Live the whole time. Now he's running. The cops shoot him at least 10 times in his back. Mm. He's gone on the ground. Phone still on. The detectives in the background talking shit, laughing. Ha ha. It's going to be a closed casket for you. Come
0: on, fam. Well, oh, see, the thing about that is, again, rules of engagement. That's a, that's a war tactic. You know, in military, Sam. they ask the commander, "What's the rules of engagement?" So, how do they proceed? You know, high alert, low. Is it just you know, you snooping around, you scouting? Right. So, cops are chasing a person who's unarmed. Right. This is my thing. The fuck do you go to a police academy for if you don't plan on running and catching someone?
1: What the fuck are you so going? Why are you gonna you gonna say ah? I can't catch him, so I'm gonna shoot him in his back. Fam, you have a whole taser on your utility belt.
0: Fuck a taser. Here's the point. You train to run. Are you trained to run? That's what you do, right? You go. They put a badge on you because you can run. Because that's what the fuck you gotta do. You gotta chase people. So now, because you can't catch up to them, you're gonna <laughs> fucking blow them the fuck up. Ten bullets. Ridiculous. You know. That's ridiculous.
1: So, like, just you know, God bless Sean um, Reed's family. God bless Ahmad Aubrey's family. Like, again, this is a reoccurring situation, but I, I just, you know, I felt how I felt. But luckily, the queens, our black queens, Erica Badu and Jill Scott, calmed me down. And mellowed me out and got me in tune with my chakras and just told me it's about love peace pros- <laughs> prosperity and keeping that thing on you because
0: keeping that thing
1: because they had the ig live battle well y'all hearing this in the future but they had it and it wasn't even like a versus battle it was just two dope motherfuckers playing dope music uh-huh, uh-huh. They was they. It was funny. It was just like they talked a lot too. They talked a lot. It was like super supportive. They mm-hmm. was you know making jokes, playing both of their hits. Like the shit felt like it felt like church, and not church in a traditional sense of you know a pastor and a, and a choir and all that, but just mm-hmm. like a congregation of people coming together in a moment of. Damn near healing, coming together and and all enjoying this fantastic music. Like that is something like out of the, all the verses battles. Like the next one coming up is Ludacris and Nelly. That's gonna be fire.
0: Oh shit!
1: Ludacris and Nelly is gonna be really good. I'm there for that
0: one.
1: I think Ludas gonna move. Luda, Ludas gonna kick his ass though.
0: Ludo's gonna kick his
1: Ludo's gonna kick Nelly's ass. Ludo's gonna kick Nelly's ass. Luda, oh man! Ludo, let's come on. Oh, we're man. not gonna do this.
0: I think you're in for a rude awakening, fam.
1: Sir. Fam, I think you're in for a rude awakening, Luda, sir. Ludacris, because Ludacris, has, <laughs> Luda has hits on hits on Luda hits. Luda Chris have hit.
0: Hey, Ludacris has hits. He has hits, but Nelly got some hits. And platinum selling hits. This, this is true. Because, not for nothing, it's gonna be good because it's a Southern thing. Yeah. But you see, Ludacris, you are in the Fast and Furious, my guy. You ain't have enough time in the studio. You ain't have enough time. Fam, in the studio. what is you Nelly gonna do? The acting thing a little bit.
1: Fam, what is Nelly, Nelly gonna Nelly... do when Throw Them Nelly... Bowls comes on?
0: I'm going down, down, baby. The... Come on, bro. Get the fuck out of here, bro. I shimmy, know. shimmy, coca <laughs> Yo, Ludacris, yo, just back down.
1: Nah, fam.
0: Just back. Take the, Luda, I'm with the you, Nah, it. Ludacris got mad
1: dope songs. He do. Ludacris. He a got lot got of mad people, dope songs, A lot of but people. But I don't know if he
0: got all them singles that, that we saw. Nigga, what? About.
1: Listen, man. Ludacris. He got a lot of features that are hard. Ludacris's discography is very, very underrated. His albums are
0: hard. I can't fam,
1: front. His albums are are like wildly underrated cuz he's a dope rapper. He makes fire songs and his videos are always fucking nuts. Yes. Now, he's going to he's going to do matter of fact, motherfucking Ludacris is going to Hey, yo, all I'm going to say is you, you
0: all right, so Ludacris got some dope videos and they were nuts, but Nelly had a video where he swiped the ATM card through a chick's <laughs> ass cheeks.
1: Fam he's going yo he's going to Ludacris is going to play what's your fantasy and knock that band-aid right over his fucking face <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: gonna be good man i think that that's, that's the whole point of these that's, battles. no no
1: that it's going no the, the versus series like out of all of this wild shit that's that's been going on um the versus battle has been it has blossomed into something that is like
0: It's got its own memes and shit. Yeah, it's Like the Teddy Riley shit. The Teddy Riley shit. Created tons of memes. Fam,
1: it creates classic moments every single time. Every single time. And because of the power of the internet, and like you said, with memes and all of that shit, that shit lives forever. Mm -hmm. So the versus thing is probably one of the, the versus battles is probably one of the greatest things to come out of this pandemic. Like, God bless Swiss Beats and Timberland, Y'all created something fucking beautiful <laughs> you know what i'm saying like
0: and shout out to memes too they're like modern day little comic strips oh hell yeah that's taken is... from life so it's like life emulating art art imitates life yeah you like have it,
1: it takes a skill to meme um accurately and be funny like that's a that's a very good skill to meme like that like you you can get a job doing shit like that so shout out to all of the memes um they, they actually speaking of teddy riley um, towards the end of the Jill Scott and Erica Badu battle, Erica was about to play Tyrone, and then her phone died. So people was like, Teddy Riley came in here and fucked up the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like shit like that creates classic moments and and helps us deal with all of the regular degular bullshit of this pandemic mm-hmm. of people still. Hunting us and all of the, the 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 things that make us angry. So I I am grateful that we have these moments to just de-stress, mm. not think about it, and just enjoy. Basically, music.
0: just be baby face in the face of Teddy Riley.
1: Yo, listen it's, it's <laughs> and be if, very patient for, and, and chill. Listen, that's a life model right there. If all else fails. Be baby face.
0: Be baby face.
1: Just be baby face, bro.
0: Teddy, Teddy, you there? Yeah, you there? You hear me?
1: Sip your wine and be unbothered. That's it.
0: And Shh. play your joints once in a while. That's all. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> play your own joint once in a while. That's
1: what. That's the level I'm striving to. I want to be baby face cool. That's cool. That's be what baby face cool. I'm trying to be baby face cool. I'm cool. I'm kind of cool. But that level of cool is something that I I aspire to be. I wanna you wanna grow up to be him. I wanna grow up to be babyface. That's not
0: a bad life. He was sipping wine, eating sandwiches, playing his own song.
1: (laughs) That's not a bad life. And he was fucking them sandwiches. (laughs) He was dogging them sandwiches. Shout out to Babyface. He probably never be on Instagram again, but shout out to Babyface. Because he was yo, he was just so thrilled with Teddy. He was just so over it. He was like i'm that never was the doing first
0: it. time he had to create his account yeah he, he, he that him.
1: was his first time logging into his shit and mm-hmm. he was just like you know what teddy I he got ne-. his nephew to help
0: him yeah he i'm never, like, yeah, never doing this shit again this, i gotta set up this what they call facebook yeah <laughs> facebook gram i don't
1: know <laughs> shout out to Babyface, but yeah next week y'all Ludacris and nelly we will be here bright and early with the results We will be here bright day. and early for that with the results of said battle. Put my
0: Nelly shirt, more band bandaid on my face. You gonna I'm get a gonna band? Nah,
1: I'm coming in. You remember the the uh, the big arms Ludacris Chris had in that uh I forgot what video it was, mm-hmm. but well I can't. I'm gonna get an afro like Ludacris mm-hmm. Chris used to mm-hmm. have. Get some gold fronts. <laughs> Hell yeah, probably get my get my locks braided. Mm-hmm. Going full Luda, bro. Mm. Full Luda. Shout out to the versus battle. Y'all are um doing something great. On a not so great side of things, your boy is back out here terrorizing the streets. Who that? Six nine.
0: Oh, he out here all the way. He out here all the way. <sighs> and he got two million views. Fam, did you think it was gonna be any any other way?
1: No, yeah. I didn't. I didn't because look, you know what? This brought up an interest, in a very interesting conversation, right? Because he did what he did, and now he's out free talking shit. I keep seeing this conversation about the streets. The cold of the street. Oh, he breaking the cold and this, that, and the third. Fam, Jay-Z told y'all two years ago streets is done. He (laughs) he wasn't lying.
0: He wasn't lying.
1: The streets is finished. So this cold that y'all feel like he should be abiding by doesn't exist anymore.
0: Now, I got to reiterate once more because... People love to talk about Takashi 6ix9ine and go on for hours when it should just be summarized in two minutes. To get in a gang, you have to do one of two things mm-hmm. to earn your stripes, yep. earn your colors. Yep. That's hustle mm-hmm. or get jumped in. That's a fact. That's the only two ways. Or, or you were honored in because somebody of high ranking brought you in
1: hold on there's also a fourth way that has been happening in recent times i'm gonna say it started at the dipset era where people were buying their way into gangs we're this ce- is cele- very common as well. well so, Sakashi
0: ce- 69 kind of did this. Yeah, ce-
1: celebrities or people who had some type of talent right. would leverage that talent or that money mm. into protection right. from, said from said gang or whatever. And this
0: and this is also investing in. You, has, you still got to do something to earn your stripes. So, you earn your colors by either proving that you got squabble right. by fighting, right. proving that you got the mentality to be at war, Right. And also make money. Right. Because that's the point of a gang is to make money. That's a fact. And then the other one now is like you could buy your way in because that money in turn helps the foundation. Right. So all of this makes sense. With six nine, six nine was a regular dude who was hanging around the right people.
1: All the wrong people.
0: Right. Well, all the wrong people, but the these are the right people because he ended up stepping all over them to get to the top. This is true. He could only get away with talking as much shit as he did by having these people be by his side during every tour because when you talk shit and you're on tour people from different cities are gonna check you yep. so you got the same guys protecting you the whole time and these are the guys that are allowing you to be a mouthpiece mm-hmm. and in return he made them look flashy mm-hmm. he gave them their own clout yep. he let them get away with all the stuff because now that they got clout and stain, they could basically continue that shit everywhere they went
1: this is a fact
0: but they fucked it up because 6ix9ine that's not a valid reason to be made a member of a gang it's not he was a mascot you know what i'm saying he just became a mascot he was a civilian he was a civilian right who you allowed to wear your colors rep your shit talk your shit on your behalf yep and then he snitched on you and that's your fault and because like- you ain't choose the right dude to be putting up on the set and you put the wrong dude on the set and this is the outcome so to me no it's their fault no i'm it's with their fault. you i'm with 69 you i am with you did not do anything wrong he was just like i'm dumb enough i'm i'm smart enough to fool you into letting me rep your shit this is so true. now when i snitch on you that's just like whatever he, you ain't test me the right way
1: and he tried to justify him his snitching because he was like well how you expect me to be loyal to people who tried to kill me and Fuck my baby mother and kidnap me and all those other extra shit. And all that shit is valid, too. But at the same time, my stance on that particular point that he made is like, but you signed up for that. You did. Regardless if he's a civilian or not, Mm -hmm. you signed up for that.
0: Well, there's losses on both ends of a war. No, absolutely. So, you know, his loss is that his baby mom ain't with him no more or whatever. She slept with his friend that's a part of the breaks but that was a part of the war that you decided to right sign up for. It's, so it's, i don't really give a fuck about anything he gotta say
1: no not at all and what i was what i was getting to in the beginning of this conversation is that this has spawned a lot of conversation about street ethics mm-hmm. and street morals mm-hmm. and how people are supposed to behave and first and foremost people have to understand like the only people, let me just, let me just be real with y'all. The only people like Frankie, you and I have been involved in street life, right? We don't consider ourselves street niggas or hood niggas or whatever. We are people who are products of our environment. We have experiences in the street, but we're not, we wouldn't classify ourselves as street niggas. Because, we're not gangbanging, no. Right, we're not gangbanging banging. Mm-hmm. We're regular Degala. We have a podcast. Frankie does music. Like we're not doing any of that stuff. Well, 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 this is
0: the trap too. Well, this is the trap too, but that's the yeah, difference it's not we're not out on the street trapping.
1: Right. We're and my point having our own trap. and my point for that is we're still in tune enough to know the code and ethics of that world. Mm-hmm. Because we have been involved in it, mm-hmm. even though we're not actively involved in it. Right. I have family members who are, st- are still involved who are gangbanging all types of shit mm-hmm. i'm sure you have the same my point is there are a lot of people trying to define what the street code is or the the, the terms and conditions of the street life who have no experience in said matters mm-hmm. and my advice to you is shutting the fuck up is free because you because a character like 6ix9ine is exactly that, a fucking character. And I will say to you good folks, that these rappers are just that. Rappers. They're here to entertain us. If they can rap about, you know, and I and I and I think this is the responsibility of older people who have the who can discern between who is saying things that might maybe be potentially true and who is just saying things to entertain us. I think, it, I, understand. I think it's on us as elders and elders who listen to hip-hop to tell the younger audience, hey, listen, I know this may sound good, and him fucking hoes, and, and he got the 40, and he's shooting niggas in the head. That sounds cool, but he's not doing that for real. Mm-hmm. You, have to, you have to learn how to separate the person mm-hmm. from the artist. Right. Because... You.
0: you see Snoop Dogg was still rapping
1: gangster shit for a
0: very long time And was doing none of that He was actually on tour for right. a and, and... Long So he was still rapping that life And not living that life But he had already lived that life And we don't know whether 6ix9ine really lived that life or not Because in reality we don't know what he did in the streets You know we just know he had people Co-signing him as being thorough And protecting him And he was talking very He still talks very outlandish right? So my thing is this Takashi 6 ix 9 is a character, but that's just a description. He is an artist. He's a songwriter. He's playing a role. But he's an artist, and he's a songwriter, because this is how he makes his checks. Exactly. Right? So now, he got to get on a track. He has to say something, and it doesn't matter what he says, there's still a bunch of people waiting to hear it, willing to press play, buying his shit, spinning his shit. And it's going to prove, he as long as his videos are elaborate why wouldn't they be he's already been in the industry he just came out so a lot of people don't give a fuck about the code ethic the Mm. street ethic they just like you're relevant you're a check today you're a check right now
1: and that and this that's exactly the point i'm getting to like with someone like him Mm -hmm. because there's others like him in the music industry we have to recognize that's who they are they're just characters and if and of course they're going to be younger kids who buy into all of that Mm -hmm. shit we can't do nothing about that we can inform them Mm -hmm. but it's up to them to decide whether or not they're going to listen to it as far as us and this is i'm going to take a pivot here and say a lot of this a lot of his rise to fame is on the media because
0: he's he's definitely playing the media because he don't stand for nothing he don't like, what's Takashi Six Nine stand for? Especially now. He stood for bloods. You, he, now he snitched on them.
1: So he's literally Takashi's Trump. <laughs> Trump still got people behind him. Takashi is Trump. <laughs> Takashi they they the mannerisms are damn near the same. How they move is the same. He's only, he is only both trolls. They're both trolls. They're self serving entertainers. That's all they're here for. I agree. And and sure. ag- and again, just like with with the media perpetuating Trump's bullshit and keeping all his dumb shit going, mm-hmm. the music industry, the music media is doing the same shit. Because as a as a journalist, right, you have two obligations: a financial and a moral obligation, or an an integral obligation. Yeah. To one, of course, make money for your corporation or whoever you work for whoever you write for whatever the case may be you got a family of feet in I, this
0: case now it's just him
1: right i get it but also as a integrity part of if you love this culture if you feel like our culture is rooted in storytellers who are who formulate their music From real events,
0: doesn't give a fuck about the culture. He he does he doesn't. He only gives a fuck about the residuals that he can produce.
1: Hold on, this and this is my point. That as a media outlet, it's up to you to decide whether or not he is good for the culture because you control what we see. If these media companies didn't follow every single one of his tweets Mm -hmm. or follow every single goofy video he 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 posts. Mm -hmm. He would fizzle out in a month or two.
0: I think it's the other way around. It's not the media, it's the people. The media are going to do what they're going to fucking do. They're going to put, because they know that the people are dumb enough to follow it anyway. That's fair. Anyway. That's fair. So it's really about the people. Yo, if you don't care about something, then don't tune in. You know, don't just chime in. You don't like what he has to say. Do you? Are you that passionate where now you have to go online and talk about... It, like he's a cousin of yours and, and you gotta deal with the shit that he's going through.
1: Some people do. Some
0: people treating it like that, like right. he's your brother. Right. Or he's your fucking father, you know? And you guys defend <laughs> this fucking guy and not knowing what the fuck you talking about. This is because true. Because he's really doing his thing. He's just surviving himself. He's a songwriter. He's an artist. And that's all he got. So what's he supposed to do? He's gonna go get a job? No. He got this outlet. And the, and the media's ready because... TMZ and none of these people, they're not stupid. They know that people are are wondering, and it's good news. Mm -hmm. You know, It's good headlines, and that's all that they give a fuck about. So as long as the good headlines are there, people are going to chew it up. So as long as we keep, just like everything else with veganism and all this shit, they say, cut this out, stop supporting this, stop supporting that. Vetoing. This is what vetoing a bill was all about, standing up and saying, I'm not for that, so I'm not going to support it. People say bad shit but they're supporting it you're supporting it by saying shit by talking about it mm-hmm. you know and we can't change that people are going to give a fuck about it because people love drama you know and this is just another dramatic so, thing that they could focus their mind on to get away from their own problems
1: you think so is think is it's the responsibility of the people to not
0: that's you know but the thing is that that's always my same stance i always say the same thing if you don't care about something don't acknowledge it true is, don't acknowledge it don't even say anything about it don't feed into it because the minute you have an opinion and decide to type up an opinion you've published something in a pro or a con right. but still in the agenda of right. said situation or whatever it is so don't say nothing don't support it at all. you
1: know what and i got caught up in the conversation because it bothered me that so many people were commenting on the street codes and the ethics of the streets and I could just tell from people's pers- online personas that they not really built like that. And that's probably my fault for caring so much. But it, it's just, I don't know. I guess, I guess because I'm like, because I live in it, because I'm experienced in it. And it's just sometimes the best thing is to not even acknowledge. And I'll say that was my fault for, for ranting and raving about it because at the end of the day, it's not important. I'm not listening to the song. I'm not supporting any of his antics or his music. I don't really give a fuck at the end of the day. But, and I, I, I think I got caught up in just like, yo fam, y'all not out here. Like y'all don't, y'all not really in this shit. Like y'all don't know what's going on in these streets. Like shut the fuck up. But you know, it happens, man. Players fuck up. <laughs> Players fuck up, Players fuck up, man.
0: Shout out to Friday. Shout out to Friday.
1: Um, you want to get some tinfoil shit? Some what? Some tinfoil shit. Tinfoil shit? You want to get some tinfoil shit? Yeah, sure. So, I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, right? Now, I don't do this frequently because Joe Rogan be on some wild shit. He
0: be on to. wild, mad wild shit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: But Elon Musk was going there. Okay. Now, if I shouldn't, day Tony Stark out here. I shouldn't have to explain to you who Elon Musk is because if you don't know who he is, you're a fucking dummy. And I mean that with the most love in the world. But Elon Musk was on The Joe Rogan podcast And he keeps talking about This thing called Neural Net Or Neuralink 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 Now Neuralink Is a It's a Inch long I'm trying to think of The word of it It's like an inch long Device That If Elon Musk has his way Is going to be Implanted in your skull And long story short it's supposed to make you damn near a cyborg
0: okay yeah I'm not doing that <laughs> yeah I'm not doing that yo if Elon so, Musk has his way
1: that if he's he gonna
0: have to kill me and put that shit on my head his damn fam show. he
1: is so cause like Rogan kept asking him details about it and his stance was you know AI is gonna become sentient anyway you know you, we always had this conversation like AI is gonna become self-aware and it's going to be smarter than us and might enslave us and all this other shit but his stance was instead of being fearful of the oncoming AI, we should kind of beat them to the punch and become AR ourselves because and this is the wild shit his he claims that well in principle that if you have the neural link inserted in your skull. And you're paraplegic. The neural, le- the neural link, the neural link will allow you to walk again. If you're blind, and you have the neural link, it will allow you to see. He says it'll make us smarter. He said. He said his goal is to once it like upgrades a few times he wants us to get to the point to where everyone has neural links and we're not even verbally communicating every we're just passing thoughts to I'm back stop you f- right there
0: <laughs> all right so this is what I would expect coming out of Elon Musk's mouth on Joe Rogan's podcast he's not on CNN saying this shit because he knows better he's on Joe Rogan's oh, podcast because shit. there's <laughs> uh, um, teams amount of things that you could talk about in that weird lane. I'm a, I like Joe Rogan. Some of his stuff, you know, he talks about a wide range of things from oh, MMA man. to to films and interviewing uh, actors and uh, getting political <laughs> opinions, drugs. He's a big recreational yeah. drug user. So yeah, he is. He, he is. talks about the experience of DMT and all this, all wow. this, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, he's like the Howard Stern of a bar. Of a bar, yeah. He likes. You know what I'm saying? He, like, 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 he likes to talk about man stuff, but he likes, he likes to
1: be trippy. Yeah, just he, like, like Howard Stern, he likes how it's He likes. He likes. He likes wild white boy shit. He likes wild white boy shit. So, so Elon must be on there was a perfect fit. I just thought it was hilarious that uh, he, he likes cool shit. No, he does like cool shit. He does like cool shit. He doesn't have an order
0: to it because it's a podcast. So yeah. people who are like commonly talking about it, like you know. I like watching fight videos and stuff. So he talks a lot about fighting and stuff, but his opinion on it is more political than it is most other things. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'll watch like little segments, but I'm not a fan of his podcast. And Elon Musk, you know, talking about putting this thing, does he have something that that could work and stuff? Like, don't be on a, be responsible with your brand and shit. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like, don't get silly now. Well, You're he, a scientist. You know what I mean? You like, come in and chill with people that don't know about science and you want to talk about some of your um, your projects, you know, that you're working on. You're saying it's gonna do this, it's gonna do this. This is what I want to do. For me, it's just a laugh. I think he's he's liking a little bit of the limelight too much, and people he like is. that, I already lose trust for you like real fast. Yeah. Like Don't be great at something and seek the limelight for opportunities. And this is just another opportunity for him to talk mm-hmm. because he's done a lot of valid things. But um, yeah, it's too early for you. I only just met you. I only just heard about you. You're yeah, he, not like Nelson Mandela where you did mad shit. You know what I'm saying? You but, just you just got mad money and you experiment a lot. And I got respect for your intellect and mm-hmm. your brain and your, your invention and being, you know, I like all of that stuff. Even His humanitarianism is cool too. He, he does things for people. But it's too early for me to give you that type of credit to start talking about this technology that's going to make the blind see. To me, that sounds like some antichrist shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't tell me you're gonna do all these impossible things, and you ain't got it in front of me already. You just on a show joking about it.
1: You he wasn't I mean? joking. He wasn't joking.
0: He was. I'm dead. not saying. Well, it's a joke to me. No, no, did it you, is. That's did you prove it? You know, you talking about it's all theory. And um where's the evidence? Like, don't claim some shit like that and not show me. <laughs> did I think- he show him? Nah, Did he, he have he, a person with a rod he, in their head? No, nah, he couldn't. No, you're
1: talking lofty.
0: That's lofty talk. Yeah, he, like he, he was... I lost respect to him Like he was, of that.
1: Like, Rogan pressed him on a couple of things and he, uh, about the neural link and just about how it works. Like, he tried to get him... Mm-hmm. He asked him very basic questions and he couldn't answer it. Mm-hmm because it's all like in theory and he was like oh we're working on it it's not ready yet it's not My ready point yet.
0: exactly this sounds like some clown shit who does that I just represents billion dollar companies and they're going to talk about what they kind of got in plan but we're not sure and
1: Yeah and then like this is the same guy who was on Twitter a couple of weeks ago saying how he's going to sell all his possessions and in the same in the same breath when Rogan asked him about the tweets about him selling his possessions he was like oh well because i own like four I own like four block, or uh, four blocks around my house. So it's like you got all, you got these big ass compounds. You got all these houses and all this wild shit. And all of a sudden, you want to give it all away and focus on putting people on Mars and making people cyborgs. Like, what the fuck is you talking about, bro? Wasting my time, apparently. A big waste of time. Like some, like I've I've noticed with a lot of intellectuals. Like while they're great at one thing, they don't. Most of the times they don't know what the fuck they talk about regarding anything else. But I'm just I just wanted to bring that up to make y'all aware that Elon Musk wants to turn us into cyborgs. <laughs> if he has his way.
0: I he, mean, I don't he, even take it serious to be honest. He wants to he even... wants to
1: he wants to put us on Mars and turn us into cyborgs.
0: If I see a second video on his page, not on the Joe Rogan podcast, on mm-hmm. his page, and he's got a demonstration a few demonstrations I'd be very curious To look at it Because by then I know that it's serious But I don't think That I'll be expecting To hear this Ever again This is just fluff
1: Shout shout out to um His lofty ass ideas Because nobody's Letting you and plant some, some I'm
0: not even knocking him. You know, people want to talk big about their company and stuff. And he's on the the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, but yeah.
1: Of course, he got to big it up. Of course, he, he got, got to, to big it up. He got and to talk big it about
0: up. the you know the weird shit. I feel like that was you know planned. You say he smoked weed on his podcast.
1: He the first time he was um on Joe Rogan's podcast. He smoked weed. He didn't smoke weed this time. Mm. But the um and he doesn't normally smoke weed, right? No nah but he's a weirdo without it so shout out to him and whatever the fuck he's doing uh i think that was it um i guess we could get into music because um that is really it as far as the news as far as what i wanted to talk about everything else is fucking sad so i don't want to be sad anymore we had enough sad shit going on um the album from remember that group i told you about the, the spanish group about Bal- balbosca or babalosca some shit i'm pronouncing i'm butchering the name forgive me forgive me but you you told me how to pronounce this it. b-u-s-c-a-b-u-l-l-a bababuya if it something it's meant noise you told me it meant noise
0: uh-huh but it was a made-up word it was a made-up word right, you told it's me- a compound word it's, it's a, a compound word it's right something booyah
1: yeah something booyah right
0: booyah means noise a ruckus yeah
1: so i can't i can't i am like, listen i spelled it but i'm butchering the pronunciation of it i mm-hmm. oh, forgive me but they released they finally released their full project regressor and fire man mind, mind you my, my spanish is rusty as fuck but uh, groovy is groovy I don't give a fuck if you singing in Polish. Like groovy is groovy. If you singing in something I don't understand, but I can It's about the feel, it It's the feel. I feel it. Like this shit is fire. Um also I forgot last week, uh Mozzie, a rapper from Oakland or from Sacramento, he released a project called Beyond Bulletproof. Mm. If you want some gutter gangster shit, this is for you. I like Mozzie. mozzie has been out for a while now. He talks very gritty street shit. But he, he, he does it with so much like... You know, Oakland, Oakland niggas always got that slang with them. And they always make shit sound extra cool with just how they say words and shit. Mozzie is that. And he can rap his ass off. So shout out to Mozzie. I've been listening to that project a lot. It's called Beyond Bulletproof. Um, another rapper, Ty Money... He's a rapper from Chicago. He's kind of, he's not kind of, he's underground because he just came home like a year or two ago, but he dropped a project called Single the Money Five. He dropped it on Single de Mayo. Hmm. That was, that's dope. Um, Larry June dropped the project. I'm constantly talking about Larry June. He, he's also from the Bay Area, San Francisco, I believe. He dropped the project with a, with the producer Cardo called Cruise USA. And on the R&B side of things, Jojo. Now, if you're familiar with Jojo, Jojo has been out for a long time. She was she's been singing since like the early aughts, but she, you know, for whatever reason, she never like it was always label shit and she just couldn't catch a break. But this shit, her new album called Good to Know. I think she's independent. She's older. She's talking that shit. The beast is dope. Mm. like this is very good shout out to jojo and also shout out to kalani kalani dropped her project um that was cool i get i only listened to that maybe once but i like what i heard um kalani's that's not really my lane it's not really for me but i could appreciate good shit so shout out to kalani shout out to jojo shout out to everybody's releasing music and um i believe that's it man let me just double check Make sure i didn't forget anything uh i don't think i did is there anything that you wanted to say to the people good brother i love all of you <laughs> words of affirmation from the good brother frankie metals but um yeah man that's it man it's, it's been a very long tumultuous week but again Thank you to the Queens, Erica Badu and Jill Scott for giving light at the end of this dark tunnel that was this week. Like that, I feel much better after watching that. Um, God bless all the families lost. We had a lot of death this week, but you know, like we always do, we will um, persevere, we will move on. But uh, in the meantime, in between time, follow the show on everything instagram for the stress underscore podcast you can follow me on twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj you can follow frankie on ig at frankie metals you can follow a celestial goddess on ig for your holistic healing you can follow at ivy's Co for your herbal needs Make, uh you can follow the dojo on ig at the dojo jc for your recording needs Make sure y'all stream Frankie's project not quite there. Make sure you listen to the playlist on Apple Music, a playlist for the stress. Like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, and all of that good shit like that there, and um, baby face for the stress. Cool, unbothered for the stress. You dig what I'm saying? Oh, make a notation. I got to talk about yoga next week because I've. I've started my light stretching. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. We're we going to get into it. We're going to get into it, but I started my life sweat, my light stretching and I'm not going to get into it right now, but I will say this. Yoga ain't no ho. It never was. Yoga is not no hoe. And I just want to publicly apologize for <laughs> even thinking that that was some sweet shit or thought it was for the week or whatever. Thought I was That the, was some funny shit, I, huh? Whatever. I was I was completely wrong. That's just been kicking my ass all week.
0: When you over there sweating, breathing, funny and shit.
1: That was me all week. That was you, right? That was me. But yeah, (laughs) man. Babyface, babyface for the stress. Y'all be cool. Wash your hands. Shout out to the essential workers out here going strong through all of this bullshit. Shout out to all of the beautiful artists keeping us entertained and keeping our mind off the bullshit. Wash your fucking hands. God bless.